0: Hey, hey guys. guys!
1: Welcome back to our podcast,
0: America's Sass. I'm Emily. And I'm Michaela, And this week we are going to be talking about family. Uh, me and Emily are basically just going to be talking about our childhood our upbringings, how we grew up. We're going to be talking about different family dynamics and basically how important family is and pretty much every different aspect.
1: Yeah, and how family isn't just about blood. It's about the community around you and uh, family can also mean friends. It's who you consider your family and who's who loves you and who's super close to you. So. Yeah,
0: I have a little quote, I guess. I'll I want to start us off I with a quote. To read to us. Okay. I think it's like a lot of what they say in it is like really important and you can tell me your thoughts about it when I'm done. I'm excited. But it says family is important because it provides love, support, and a framework of values to each of its members. Family members teach each other, serve one another, and share life's joys and sorrows. Families provide a setting for personal growth and family is the single most important influence in a child's life i love that last part i agree agree with
1: that i do agree with that and i think going on top of that i think it takes a village to raise a kid Mm -hmm. and so i think when when i hear that line like i think of not just like your blood but like every single person that has led you along the way and Mm -hmm. raised you as a child does that make sense right Mm-hmm. Like, I think of my teachers and mm-hmm. my grandparents and the friends that I had and mm-hmm. the people my parents surrounded me with. Like, those are my family, and mm-hmm. they have helped me to grow, yeah. and they are the reason that I am who I am today. Yeah. So I 100% agree, family is the most important thing.
0: Mm-hmm. I do agree about what you said, that it takes a village, because that is 100% true. Especially when you're, like, a first-time parent, like, you don't know what oh, yeah. you're doing. And having people around you who just want to help you and support you and, like, answer any questions you have. But also when I hear that, I think of, um, if you think of a child and you think about how they are growing up and, like, their influences, like, around them or Mm -hmm. how they did grow up Yeah. when they're in their older years, like, you can look at someone in, like, a completely different way and, like, understand them, like... Yeah. Uh, Do you know what I mean? So I do that a lot sometimes when I'm working with, like, the kids. Like, once I understand more of, like, a family background and their upbringing and their current situation, it kind of brings together a whole, like, a picture of, like, of that child. And, Mm -hmm. like, that makes so much more sense now. Like, I understand, like, your dynamics. And I just think that's huge because, uh, like, especially younger kids – that are still, like, living at home and everything like that, like, their number one influence is who they are around in the home. Yeah. it's older siblings, grandparents, aunts, parents, uncles, yeah. both parents, one parent, step parents, like, all of those things play into that.
1: Yeah, they all make a difference, and I think that it also it needs to be said that you can have a really crappy upbringing Mm -hmm. or just like a not so healthy upbringing Mm -hmm. and still be a healthy human being Yeah, because it's all about I feel like we say this every week but it's all about what you learn from that experience Mm -hmm. and I've seen so many people who have had some not so great upbringings but are phenomenal human beings now and they just they know what they don't want to do and so I think that's a big part too is like you saw how you grew up or you know Mm -hmm. how you struggled with this and how or Mm -hmm. how somebody else in your life struggled with this or that Mm -hmm. and you're like I don't want to be like that or I want to change. Yeah. And so I think that is really important as well Mm -hmm. to look at just because someone does have a not so great upbringing or just Mm -hmm. because someone does have influences around them that aren't so great and maybe you wouldn't think would progress personal growth. Mm -hmm. They do because Mm -hmm. it teaches those kids what they do and don't want to be like
0: and I feel like it's either you could have a really crappy childhood and you could grow and learn from that and come out of those, situ- like come out an even better, stronger person, like because of it, or you can choose to kind of like live in that pain forever and not Mm
1: -hmm. like kind of settle into it
0: right so i feel like it could go either way and i've seen it happen either Mm -hmm. way with some people literally what i was about to read kind of goes with what you just said about that it says it's about like family support and stuff like that and why family is so important to humans it says family support is important to individuals for a variety of reasons most of which are related to your personal well-being family is important to individuals because it provides benefits to your physical. physical emotional and mental health that can't be found anywhere else that's like really like spot on
1: yeah i agree and when you're going through things you always lean on your family because they're Mm going to be the ones to be able to get you through it or they're gonna or they've already given you the tools Mm -hmm. to get you through those things Mm -hmm. when you're born you don't understand emotions Mm -hmm. you don't understand what feelings are Mm -hmm. like when you're a baby you sleep poop cry, uh-huh. eat, repeat, you know? Right, right, right. You right. have to learn and your parents are the ones that have to teach you, like, this is what being happy means. This is what being sad means. This is what being exactly. angry means. This so is when excitement. So you
0: see someone, like, you can, you can almost look, like, match a parent to their child. When yes. When you see, like, the behavior, like, oh, that's why you act that way. Like, that's what you were taught. Like, you don't yeah. know yeah. any different, like, so I just think it's so important, like, how you grow up and what your parents instill in you, because that's, like, what you're going to take with you, mm-hmm. like, your whole life. And, I mean, I'm sh- like, when you're older, you're going to form your own opinions and views on things. But, like, what your parents instill from you from a young age is what is going to stick with you. And I read this article about... This was, like, a while ago when I was taking child development classes. And it was just saying the... Um, good bonds that you start forming like in the home like with your family will help you create even better bonds outside of the home and be easier for you to have healthy relationships because you know how that is and how that was modeled for you Mm -hmm. if that makes sense. No, yeah. And I think that's huge too. So when you see some people that like may have like a hard time, like, making friends or, like, getting along with, like, other people, like, it started at their house. Like, maybe they didn't have the best parents. Having that bond with them at home and, like, showing them, like, what that is, do you know what I mean?
1: Yeah, no, that definitely makes sense. Mm -hmm. And I've, you know, like, working with kids for so many years, you can definitely Mm -hmm. see that sometimes you, it's, you almost feel bad for these kids because they... They want so badly to be able to understand emotions mm-hmm. and they just don't because of how they were brought up right or how you know emotions were shown to them mm-hmm. and it makes me really sad I think a healthy family in a healthy family dynamic is super important and it doesn't have to be like a normal family dynamic like mom dad siblings or mom dad only child seen
0: amazing co-parenting relationships, like step parent like blended families now like it can totally yeah it does happen yeah
1: single parents it doesn't matter like it doesn't matter it doesn't matter how you grow up it matters what you were taught growing Mm -hmm. up Mm -hmm. and what you take from that
0: i was just reading a lot about how like family is so important to just like your mental health when you're growing up and stability because like especially when you're younger you depend on them for like everything Mm -hmm. I was like reading another article and it was just basically saying you're always going to feel like if you can't depend on your family at a young age when you're supposed to and they're supposed to be stable for you you're always gonna like struggle with that yeah whole life yeah because you've never had like a consistent it's always been wavering yeah that's where like trust issues then come in and like All of that kind of stuff. Yeah, definitely. All these different things that happen within families. I mean, there's so, we could go on forever about this, there's so many different dynamics to, like, families and growing up, and it's just a lot. (laughs) It is,
1: and it's a lot for kids at such a young age. Especially kids, yeah. Yeah. I I think that I was very fortunate, and my family dynamic is a definitely like extremely healthy. We both have, a, loved, yeah, yeah. We both have extremely healthy family dynamics, yes. and I was always taught growing up that if I had an issue or
0: uh-huh. if
1: I was feeling upset or just honestly anything, like if mm-hmm. I was happy and wanted to share something, like it was always.
0: The welcome. Yes.
1: It was was a very open and Mm -hmm. loving home. Right. I was never afraid to share how I felt. Yeah. I was never afraid to ask for help or Mm -hmm. to be proud of my Mm accomplishments. Like, it was my parents were very loving and instilled a very strong emotional well-being in both me and my brother because my family we have it's a family of four so it's my mom and my dad and then me and my older brother and we have always just been like super close super tight-knit and I've never I've never felt unwelcome in my household I guess I would say like I've it's just always felt really healthy to me
0: it's about your parents creating, like, a culture of openness and, like, safeness in your home so you feel like you're able to go to them and talk about anything and share how you feel at the moment, and I know, and I had some friends that felt like they couldn't go to their parents mm-hmm. and like, talk to them, and I was like, I can't imagine yeah, like, how no. that feels to live your whole life, you know, like, with your parents, and you feel like you couldn't go and, like, talk to them, like, I just can't imagine.
1: Yeah. I couldn't either. I think sometimes parents also don't know how to show that to their kids.
0: And it's because of how their parents raised them. Though. Yeah. And I, it all goes back. It's literally <laughs> all goes back and back and back.
1: And I feel like too, you're always, I feel like you're always taught as a parent, like you're not your kid's friend. Like you need to be their parent. Like right. you need to show them that like you're the boss and mm-hmm. that they can't like walk all over you. But at the same time, like you should be your kids friend. Mm-hmm. You your kids should want to talk to you and they should want to go to you when they have problems mm-hmm. and
0: not feel like you're going to like yell at them at yeah. time and yeah.
1: And like that's what a friendship is. Yeah. It's a relationship. A friendship is a relationship. Mm-hmm. And if you can't have that relationship with your kids then it's going to be hard for them to develop relationships later on.
0: Right. But it just all starts like it's it goes down the family tree. It's a, and until
1: someone changes that tree or or not changes the tree, you can't change a family you tree. You can't change the tree, but, but until
0: someone changes the pattern of the behavior and like what they were taught and how they were brought up. It,
1: yeah, it, nothing's going to change. It won't. Happen. So what was your family dynamic like growing up?
0: Uh, it was just me and McKenna, my younger sister and my mom and dad, just the four of us like you said just we had a very open and safe environment growing up where i never felt afraid or anything to go and talk to my parents about anything like we're all very, very close. Also, so like we would always talk about things as like a family and share things with each other. And especially me and McKenna being homeschooled, I feel like all our accomplishments and so ce- and celebrations like happened at home too because we were there, mm-hmm. <laughs> like already. And so. Yeah. But yeah, I feel like we were very. I mean, we're still very close now. But there was always an environment like if we could trust each other and trust them to go and talk to them and. They would never i i always thought and they never said this to me but i always thought they would judge me for things i would tell them or say to them and that i feel like that's just like a
1: normal human reaction yeah
0: and that's literally never the case i feel like a lot of kids or maybe teenagers too like feel like that like i feel like that's also
1: a generational thing like this generation feels i feel it feels very judged in general like i feel like And not that we are a judgmental group of human beings, but I feel like the things we see on TV and Mm -hmm. the things we see on social media Mm -hmm. and the things that we're just surrounded with are Mm -hmm. so judgmental that Mm -hmm. it just, like, instills in us that everyone else is going to judge us, you know?
0: Yeah, yeah. And I feel like, especially now, like, I feel like kids and young adults, like we are, like, should still feel like they could be able to go and talk to their parents now and share things. And I feel like the relationship. I mean, at least for me, like, with my parents, it's changed now because I'm Mm -hmm. not, like, a minor anymore. I'm still living at home, but I'm an adult. So, it's changed to more, they're not parenting me anymore, so to speak, but it's more of a friendship. Mm -hmm. I mean, they're still, I still live under their house, so they're, you know. You know, there's still those rules, yeah. But, it's really more, like, my mom's my best friend now, instead of, I mean, she's always my mom, but she's not (laughs) bossing me around, like, when I was 15. No, I get that. So it's totally different and it's weird to see how the relationship has changed especially with me and my dad too like I feel like I can get in trouble for something but I can't you know what I mean (laughs) yeah your
1: dad like yells at you for doing something wrong but is he really upset no is he gonna ground you no he can't
0: how do you feel like how do you feel Do you feel like your relationship has changed with your parents now? Like, how is it
1: different? Oh, 100%. I had a really rocky relationship with my mom Mm -hmm. Um, in middle school, in the beginning of high school, when I was going through my rebellious phase. Mm -hmm. Me and my mom, we just never got along. I threatened to to run away. Mm -hmm. I, you know, and my dad was obviously always took my mom's side because married couple gotta be a united front you know so we had a really rocky relationship and I just remember like not really going to my mom for a lot of things and it wasn't because I didn't trust her or because I hated her it was just because I thought I was independent enough that I didn't need her anymore yeah and I think that's very very wrong I think you always need your parents and you do they're always going to be there for you and be able to walk you through situations in life so after I kind of got out of that me and my mom and my dad got a lot closer again and I would say like after I turned 18 and became a real adult and was kind of able to make more of my own decisions Mm -hmm. I bonded with them a lot more, and my mom is, like, my best friend now. I tell her everything. Uh There's not... I don't think there's anything she doesn't know about me. Uh I mean, she's my mom, so... Uh Um, But, yeah, and my dad as well. Like, I've gotten a lot closer to him, and we have, like, really good discussions, and... He just knows who I am and I feel more comfortable sharing that with him because I don't Mm -hmm. feel like, I don't feel like they're parenting me anymore. Like it's not a conversation that I'm having and they're like, okay, well you should make this decision or you should make this decision. And they're not like, you're just sharing. Yeah. They're not like telling me what I have to do. It's just, I'm sharing things with them, getting their life experience, Mm -hmm. not their parent experience, which is very different.
0: Mm -hmm. One of the things I wanted to talk about was how family isn't just your blood also also people around you it's like friends that have become family and kind of I don't know what do you think about that
1: I agree I think there's a lot more to family than just your mom your dad your grandma your grandpa your Mm -hmm. brother you know your aunt uncles it's it's a lot more than that. It's the friends around you, the communities that welcome you. It's a very different type of family, mm-hmm. I would say, because they're obviously not your parent. They're not parenting you, but they're right. walking you through life. Right. And I've had some pretty good experiences, and mm-hmm. I and I feel like I have a lot of different family groups, I should say. Yeah. So, like, as most of you know, maybe some of you don't, I have survived two mass shootings, and... After that happens, you are welcomed into a family, and now obviously it's not your blood relatives, it's Mm -hmm. a family of people that understand what you're going through, and it's a family of people that are able to walk you through that experience because they've been through it too, or they're in the same stage of life as you. Right. I think that those types of families are super important to have as well Mm -hmm. like a friendship or just a community of people that have the same either have the same interests as you have the same experiences you have Mm -hmm. the same beliefs as you like a church is a family as well like you go into a church and that's That's your family.
0: Yeah, yeah. And
1: they're not your blood. I mean, Mm -hmm. obviously, probably some of them are because you probably go to church with your family, but not all of them are, but Mm -hmm. they're a family Mm -hmm. and it's about the values that they have and the life that they can give you. So Mm -hmm. for me, like when I was going through my battles with mental health after um, surviving those shootings, I relied a lot on the advice and the information that was given to me through these people. Mm -hmm. And that was able to give me a reason Mm -hmm. and to help me navigate those troubling life experiences. Mm -hmm. And I would consider all of them family. What are your thoughts on... family not not just being blood
0: yeah no I agree with what you're saying that like it's it's a community and it's like a people around you and like for me it's been like a lot of my church family I feel like that's one of the like not I'm not gonna say it's one of the strongest groups of people but like for me well like, I think
1: I think when you go to a church family uh-huh. though like you all have the same beliefs, so you all it's right. it's it's very strong and that you all feel the same uh-huh. way and you uh-huh. all know like what you're working towards in life is basically uh-huh. the same like you're working towards a closer relationship uh-huh. with God uh-huh. so I I mean I would agree with that though like yeah. I think it is probably yeah, no. one of the strongest families
0: I'm grateful for that community and those people because they've just always been there like no matter what and they understand that there's like highs and lows in your life and there's going to be things that you go through and there's going to be times that are really tough and I feel like they're one of the most understanding also because there's grace and not also, yes. and there's basically you having your coming to Jesus meeting and like getting back to where you yeah. were once you go through, like,
1: and they're able to help walk you right. through that and get you back to that
0: point, right? And I feel like other people can relate, but if they don't have those same foundations as you do in life at that point, do you know what I mean? Like, it's hard for them. To maybe have as much grace or compassion for you at that time and like be there for you. Um, that's why I've always leaned on people, that especially my family too, but like a church family also because they just they just get it. Most yeah, of them just get it, and they've most of them are older than me, so they've been through that, and they're like I've been there and done that. Like there's
1: there's light at the end of the tunnel, yeah, or
0: and all of that. Um, but even like friends like that you've grown up with that have become like your family now that you've literally like known your whole life and your families are close like you know, uh, yeah, we, we all have friends that we call aunts and uncles that are just like <laughs> yeah, they're not they're not really our aunts and uncles or that you call but, like
1: your sisters and your brothers right, and yeah. they're not or your cousins like yeah. and they're not actually but but they are in yeah. a sense.
0: Yeah, it's like your adopted <laughs> yeah <you're>, fake family. <laughs> yeah, it's your fake family yeah, that you've created, and I feel like those relationships can be just as close as your you know blood family,
1: if not closer in to, some aspects.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I I completely agree, but I just feel like family. In a whole is just so vital to a human being just having because i've just seen some people that don't have any family around and i feel like me and you are so lucky with what we have i can't imagine like not having like anybody and it makes me so sad for people that don't you know yeah Um, we
1: are both very blessed to have our families very close yeah not just our parents but our grandparents aunts uncles
0: i don't know about you but i'm i'm really close with my extended family also yes so like my cousin is one of my best friends like my my other cousins and aunts and uncles, like we spend weekends up at their house. We've all become very close also. And I'm really thankful for that because there's still a few of <laughs> my extended family that like live out of state stuff so that we're just not as close with. So I'm glad that I have, like, my family here and then all my extended family that we're extremely close with, too. But would you say you are close with both sides, like, dad's side and mom's side equal or one more than the other? or?
1: I would say equal. Yeah, I because both of my grandparents literally live, like, the same distance away from me, uh-huh. they live very close to each other, too. So I have always gone over to my dad's parents house and my mom's parents house and my aunt and uncles have always been in town and have always like we we do everything together yeah and we like do birthdays together like literally celebrations together they always come to my grad my graduation parties my birthday parties mm-hmm. I've always had just like a yeah. very close tight-knit family even yeah. like extended family yeah. so like my second cousins on mm-hmm. my mom's side my second cousins on my dad's side like we have always just been super close mm-hmm. and they'll message me mm-hmm. and just checking in on me like how are you doing and mm-hmm. stuff like that like just as a family we we understand the importance of it and so we've right. all just been very close for are very long like we invite each other to birthdays and easters and like the whole nine yards it's yeah. just been a very close tight-knit family
0: and mine is literally the same we're all spanish well technically ecuadorian but family is like huge to us so we like value that a lot so we always make sure we're constantly getting together and Mm -hmm. and seeing each other and like checking up on each other like we always are doing things together like we do something we do every month we do cousins night so it's just all our cousins so all our older cousins all the way to my youngest cousin who's youngest cousin here so he's 13 now but so we all get together the last cousin day we had was super fun because, uh, one of my cousins works at Netflix. So we got to go to Netflix headquarters in LA and we got to tour and like see studios and like everything. Wow. There. I'm really jealous. It was really fun. It was the best. So like we do like stuff like that. Or we'll just get together at a house and like barbecue and, like, yeah. and stuff like that. But like my extended family, we're all very close. I mean, there's like a lot of us, but we all are really close, and I'm really grateful for that. And also, I would say both sides, like, my mom and dad's side, they, like, all know each other, mm-hmm. and they, like, are all friends. And yeah. talk to, you. well, we're all family. <laughs> yeah, but, um, all family, all friends. <laughs> but... I'm, like, really glad that they all have too, because, like, they'll be, like, even when we're not all together, they, like, talk on their own time. Like, my aunt will talk to my aunts on my mom's side, and they'll do stuff and, like, check in and, like, hang out without us. And I'm, like, I love that. <laughs> I'm so glad you guys, like, like each other. Yeah. Uh, but they've also been in each other's lives before, like, me and McKenna and everyone like that too yeah you know my parents but
1: yeah my family's kind of the same way like my grandparents will come to my my aunt and uncle's house on like my dad's side and vice versa like we just invite each other to family events and I'm
0: so glad our families are all blended and
1: yeah together it's I I think it's a super healthy environment Mm -hmm. and I don't know about you but my family too when we introduce new family members so like if my cousin gets a boyfriend or like Mm -hmm. my brother's fiance Mm -hmm. to so to speak Clarissa Mm mm-hmm we like welcomed her in like she's family. Uh-huh. And that's that's just how we do things. Uh-huh. Like it doesn't matter if you kind of like we're in the family for a while or mm-hmm. if you like just popped in mm-hmm. it doesn't matter like you could be dating someone for a couple months but you would we would treat that person like their family oh, because yeah. that's just how we are we yeah. just we take people in and mm-hmm. we we kind of like show them the ropes we're also a big loud family though so yes. we take them in and oh. then if it gets overwhelming and they leave then we know they're not right you know a you know? party.
0: <laughs> And you'll see how loud we are. I would agree with that too, though, because we, like anybody that comes in, mm-hmm. we're like welcoming up too. But I think at the same time, and I guess it's a Latin thing. That's what my dad said. But they're very protective of the person that's they're yeah. into. Yeah. So like, my cousin just got a new girlfriend. I mean, we're protective of my cousin because that's our cousin first before... You know, this girl comes in. Not saying she's family bad first. or anything. No, family like, first, I'm though. I'm like, okay, I want to like meet her and hang out and find out like how she is, da da da. And I literally love her and she's like amazing. And I'm like really glad they're together. But I'm also like protective of the, you know, the family member. That's gonna, not, I'm yeah. not assuming that whoever they're. It's gonna be bad. It's but... gonna be bad. But I guess it's just like a
1: no it's just a natural instinct like naturally protective yeah i think yeah that's how my family is too and also if like you leave the family it's very much like
0: it's gonna be hard for us to welcome you back if you try to come back
1: yes i agree (laughs) it's very much like he wasn't worth your time she wasn't worth your time they don't matter you know what
0: speaking on that i feel like family opinions are huge especially in relationships oh yeah i feel like there was a point when I was in a relationship for a while and I brought them around like my extended family and everybody and everybody said something to me about it. Like not like, I don't know, Michaela, there's like a bad vibe, like da 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 Yeah. Like, they literally all said it and I was like, wow, I really should have listened to you guys because you guys know. Family like,
1: always knows.
0: And it's not like...
1: Because your family is looking from the outside in. Right. They can see the way that they're exactly. treating you or the little things that they do and you're blinded by how and in love, love you, you are. Or exactly. how much you care for this person, mm-hmm. and so you don't see that, yeah. but your family sees it.
0: Yeah, your yeah, friends yeah.
1: too. Friends oh, yeah. too.
0: So I feel like family opinions and what they say just value it and take it as it is and just listen to it because most of the time, say ninety eight point nine percent of the time, they <laughs> are right or have a good point. You might not want to hear it, but it's usually right. And there's usually some like meaning behind it, and I'm just saying it.
1: No, they're not just saying it because
0: they're older yeah they're more Muslim than us as much as we want to say that they don't
1: they do or I always like to tell my because my dad's always like nobody's good enough for you or this person's not good enough for you and right. I'm like dad you're literally just saying that because I'm your little girl and you right. don't want right. another boy to yeah. be in the picture you know like you're just being a protective yeah. dad but yeah, yeah, yeah. in reality he's been right about every single person so yeah. shout out to my dad for
0: dad's no keeping
1: me away from they terrible men you no know. <laughs> they do they it's, really it's kind of crazy but yeah. that's family for you I wouldn't have my family any other way yeah. as crazy and as loud and as obnoxious as they can be Nobody, I wouldn't have it any other way and
0: know you as well as your family does like know you as deeply and how you are and just literally everything about you too, because you grew up with them in a house every day of your life like nobody else knows you like that
1: to bring things around a little do you have any family traditions that you and your family follow
0: a big tradition growing up what we always did was we did well we did vacations every year we did we went to a couple places but hawaii I would say it was our biggest vacation that we did every year. We went every year, oh my gosh, I think until I was, like, 16 or 17 at the time. I was 18. Me and McKenna, like, once we started getting older and then, like, I started working and, like, stuff like that and went to school, like, it was a little bit harder to go, like, as much. Mm-hmm. And it just became more expensive. Yeah. But that was... Part of um, love,
1: part of love inflation. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but that was, like, the one thing we did every year and i always look forward to because it was like the best two weeks of my life you know it was so fun and both sets of grandparents used to go with us or we would go with one or the other like who wants to go this year or the four of us would just go and it was just like the best time ever like we just did the fun like we went snorkeling and played on the beach all day and yeah that was like one of my favorite memories going
1: i love that how about you for me, it was definitely a family vacation as well. Mm-hmm. So every year since before I was born, my family has been going to a lake up in Northern California, and we go for two weeks every summer. We rent a boat, or we had a boat at one point, Um, but we'll camp it, we'll go on the lake every day, we'll water ski, board, go tubing, like the whole nine yards. And my grandparents go with us, sometimes my aunt and uncle come up and my cousin's and it's just like one big family yeah. vacation. Yeah. It's so much fun, and even my so it's usually my mom's parents that go with us. And mm-hmm. even one time, my dad's parents came up with their jet ski too. Mm-hmm. So it's like, so yeah. So it was. It's just like a whole thing. Like everybody comes up at, mm-hmm. at some point, yeah. And we just have a lot of fun, and that has always been something that I've looked forward to every year, and that I, I cherish that time with my family because I know eventually like things are going to be different, and hopefully mm-hmm. I'll carry on that tradition and continue to go every year. But I know at some point, like not ever everyone's going to be able to go anymore, you know? Right. So things change. yeah, things change. People change or just situations change. The
0: seasons of life will change. Yes. It's
1: just, and it's as bad. scary as it sounds, like people get old and then they die. And that yeah. actually, I mean, honestly, that terrifies me though. Yeah. Like I feel like because I'm so close to my grandparents, like losing them terrifies me, like, yeah, me losing too. my parents terrifies me. Like just like, <sighs> I'm just like terrified of that. Yeah. So I always cherish every single moment that I have with them. Oh, yeah. Because I know that life is just so precious.
0: I know. I love my grandparents. I was extremely... Well, I'm I'm really close with my grandpa on my mom's side because my grandma passed away in 2000... I think it was 2016, 2017. And I was really close with her. And that was, like, really, really hard for me. And it was really hard for my grandpa, too. And I just didn't... Like, when you lose a grandparent, especially that you're extremely close with, like, it's hard to, like, almost, like, fathom. Like, it's...
1: It's hard to imagine that person not being here and you not getting to make more memories with them again.
0: Like, one of the biggest things for me was I was like, she'll never get to see me get married now or, like, you know, be there, like, when I have her Mm great-grandkids, like, you know, stuff like that. But I'm still really close with my grandpa and he still lives here. So I go drive by and see him all the time. And I'm extremely close with my dad's parents. Um, So we call... My dad's friends Dato and Datha that's that's cute. <laughs> that's what we call my grandparents and they're just the most adorable Spanish people you'll ever meet in your life. They're so small, they both have very thick accents. hard to understand them sometimes. I just love them like I'm like I talk to them on a daily basis like I, I text them all the time <laughs> I feel like I would be absolutely distraught if I lost one of them right now. I know it's, They are older. I can't not act like they will never pass away. I hate to say that it's gonna happen.
1: But um, I'm, we're just not I'm ready just don't for
0: want it now. <laughs> Someone's <to> happen. <laughs>
1: so God, if you could please um keep them on this earth at least like forty more years, <laughs> that would be fantastic.
0: We love grandparents. They're the best. They They're, spoil us.
1: Yes, mm-hmm. that's their job. The parents' job is to parent us, and the grandparents' job is to spoil us. I remember going to my grandma's house. Both actually, well, both sides, and they would always have treats for us. Oh, yeah. And I remember telling my mom that I was going to come home 10 pounds fatter from my grandma's yeah. house just because of all the food that she was going to feed us. Yeah,
0: there's always treats. There's always some fun stuff.
1: Yeah, my grandma makes peanut butter Rice crispy treats. Ooh. Or my other grandma makes cookie bars. So instead Ooh. of, like, regular cookies, mm-hmm. she'll make, like, um, And it's actually my uh, great-grandma's recipe, my noni. That's mm-hmm. what we call her because we're Italian. It's her recipe mm-hmm. of, like, a, a chocolate chip, like... Cookie bar, Uh so it's like in a brownie pan, and then you cut it, Mm -hmm. and oh my gosh, it's literally the best thing in the world, yeah. And so I just cherish like all of that.
0: Oh, I have a fun story you might like this about grandparents and cooking and fun things like that. I would love to hear it. I went to my grandpa's house the other day. I went by. I was like, I'm gonna drive by and just see what he's doing. He is retired, obviously. But he um, makes golf clubs. He's, like, done that his whole life. So he makes sets for people. Mm-hmm. And he has a little shed in his, like, garage area because he lives in a mobile home. So it's, like, off to the side. And he has this little work shed. So he's always out there making golf clubs, doing whatever. Doing his thing. Also, he didn't have, like, a midlife crisis because it was way after when a midlife crisis would <laughs> happen. But after my grandma had passed, we had the van still and he was like, I don't know what I want to do with this van. Like, I don't need this much space anymore. Like, the grandkids are grown up. Like, it's just me now. He sold that, and he got a um, burnt orange, beautiful Mustang that um, he drives around town now. Like, stud. So that He his, did that. Yeah, that's his car that he drives around now. So if you ever see him speeding around... I'll be sure to wave. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, so I went by his house to go see him. I was like, I want to pop in and say hi. And I walk in, and he had, like, five pies, like, laying on the counter. I was like, what is going on? He had Bible study later that night, so he <laughs> made pies for to bring for everybody. I was like, how nice. He's like, it's um, apple pie. Do you want to try it? And I was like, yeah, I'd love to try these. <laughs> So, he's like, it's a secret fake apple pie. And I was like, what? What does (laughs) this mean? What does fake apple pie mean? I was like, what is fake apple pie? He's like, I'm not going to tell you until you start eating it and you try it. And he was, like, so excited out of his mind. I was like, okay. And so, he cuts me a slice. And it's, like, it looks literally perfect. Like, you could see the layers of, like, the apple apple. And it was really thick. And the crust looked really good and flaky. So, I was like what's like fake about this like I don't get it apparently this is a recipe that my grandma Mm -hmm. used to make and it's like a very old like in the 40s like people used to make this recipe when they couldn't afford to get all the ingredients for a regular apple pie because I guess it used you know be more expensive yeah um so he was like eating it so I took a bite and I was like wow like it it tastes literally just like an apple pie like um it's really good <laughs> and so I was like so what's the secret like what's fake about it he's like do you want to know I was like yeah he's like so the filling of it I was like yeah you'll like never believe this and I still don't believe it kind of mm-hmm. but I guess I have I'm to I'm really
1: intrigued right now
0: there's more things in it but um you use a regular pie crust, like whatever kind you want, like um, the pre-made ones, or you make it yourself, like whatever. You can do whatever kind of pie crust, and then you could do laced on top, like whatever. That's all up to you. But the filling is a whole box of Ritz crackers. Okay, so you crush up Ritz crackers. You basically smush them till it's almost like powder-ish but still some chunky pieces Uh you add like this gelatin kind of thing i think you add lemon you add the different spices and that is your apple pie filling along with apple no there's there's no no apple so i'm sorry to say (laughs) there's no real apples in this pie it is purely ritz crackers but I kid you not, it tastes exactly like apples, and I have no idea how. It is just, like, the wildest thing to me. This is, like, an old, like, thing people used to make, I guess. It's an apple pie with no apples. Yes. So it's that's why he called it fake apple pie, and I was like, oh, I get it now. But he showed me the recipe he got off the Ritz box from God knows how long ago, and it literally said fake fake apple pie and it's like the Ritz lemon juice whatever no real apples did he tell people his bible study that was fake know apple pie was telling them but I was like okay you went through this much work to make like five fake apple pies why wouldn't you <laughs> just, make just make an apple pie real apple pie He's like well I was like you know what I'm just gonna let you do it <laughs> but that was an interesting little experience I had the other day I my grandpa. love that. Yeah, it was really fun. Oh my gosh. And I told my mom, I was like, is this really like a thing that they do? But yeah, it is. Fake apple pie.
1: That's really cool. I love that. For you. <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: I'm really, honestly, like I kind of want to make this apple pie.
0: It's really interesting because it just tastes real. So when you find out it's fake, you're like trying to understand. You're how, confused by it. Because you can see it looks like apple layers in it. So I was like, what's going on? whoa okay all right all right we love that yeah so i feel like we've covered like all bases of family dynamics and cooking and pretty much everything yeah growing growing up raising
1: raising some kids yeah how it affects your mental health Mm -hmm. all of that
0: our point here was to say love your family (laughs) your family loves (laughs) you they're there for you they support you and they'll have your back no matter what and hold your family tight yeah and honestly you never know what could happen and if you could lose someone so never take them for granted in a day for granted always I always make sure I tell my family like I love them and like anytime I leave the house that's I, like I always say that I'm never 100% scared. yeah and I feel like that's really important because you just you never know not to think not like don't have like a thought in your head that something's gonna happen to you or mm-hmm. them but honestly you just never know sometimes and it would be better for you to say like yeah what you to say them said always, you know. I agree. Regretting you didn't say something. Yeah, yeah, I
1: agree. I almost lost my dad in December. Mm-hmm. He had emergency open heart surgery and and it was scary to think that he wasn't gonna be here and mm-hmm. wasn't gonna be able to see super important life events. Yeah. And so I I always just make sure to spend as much time with my family as possible and tell them yeah. I love them and just be there and be present when I am with them. And I think mm-hmm. that's super important. So I will
0: always choose my family over, like,
1: friends or,
0: yeah, I or just, honestly, like, an
1: experience. Yeah,
0: I honestly, like, just have more fun, like, with just my family and stuff. Oh, yeah.
1: I'm, well, and it's, your family knows you so well, too, that, like, things are just better when you're around them. And we would honestly love to hear stories about your family. Yeah. or any fun things you have about your grandparents that you'd like to tell us any funny yeah. stories from them so if you have those go ahead and shoot us a message yeah, on share it with
0: us yeah share it on share instagram it. and
1: we will share it on our next podcast actually so give yeah. us some funny stories i think or, in
0: maybe the next couple weeks or episodes we can maybe try to do like a little q a people send in different questions we could answer about the last couple episodes that we had yeah out and more things they might want to know but it we'll a
1: QA on our instagram so you guys yeah. can reply to us yeah and ask us questions and just kind of what you guys want to know because yeah we're here to give advice and we're here mm-hmm. to we feel like we have relatable things to talk about but we also feel like we want to have a voice to be able to help you guys as well so mm-hmm. if you guys need anything want to any, want to know something about us want to
0: know something just let us know <laughs> yeah
1: because we are we're always here should we tell them what next week's gonna be about because we're gonna have a special guest
0: Ooh, okay we can
1: we can. Okay, so next week we are going to be talking about relationships, mm-hmm. and we are going to have Mama Shannon on. And if you don't know who Mama Shannon is, that would be Michaela's mom. We're gonna have her on next week to yeah. talk about all things relationships. She runs an Instagram account called Twenty Four Seven Marriage with Michaela's dad Javier, and we just really want to kind of get her input. It's
0: gonna be good gonna be loud yeah gonna be... <laughs> it's gonna it's
1: gonna be really interesting i'm really looking forward to it it's gonna be
0: good
1: yeah but we just want to get her insight too I feel, we feel like she has a lot she's a lot to say yeah and she's a lot of good and important things to follow yeah. in a relationship not just a marriage but any relationship any
0: relationship really yeah yeah so we will see you guys next week so we with, guys with guys our special guys. guest bye guys bye